Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome to another TV Central one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. This is episode 49, 2023. Riptide traces the life of newlyweds single mum, Alison, who marries the older and wealthier Sean and moves into a gorgeous home by the sea, along with her teenage daughter, Hannah. But there's tension too. Sean's adult son, Ethan, is against the marriage. Despite the obstacles, the happy couple are determined to navigate a future together until tragedy strikes. Alison's life is plunged into despair when her husband vanishes after a morning surf. Did he get caught in a dangerous riptide, or is there more to his disappearance than meets the eye? There are suspects galore, including the aforementioned Ethan, Sean's son. Ethan is played by Ben Turland. Ben is uh, known for his role as Hendrix on Neighbours for over 650 episodes. He also appeared in a guest role in Home and Away and in the series Love Child. And he's got a few upcoming projects we'll talk about. Ben joins me now to discuss all things Riptide and his career thus far. Ben, thank you for joining me at TV Central. G'day, g'day. Thanks for having me. I've set the... uh, seen for the premise of uh, Riptide, would it be fair to say that the drama is about uncovering what happened to Sean over the four episodes and there's going to be some backstory of of each of the characters? Yeah, yeah, I'd say most of the drama uh, stems from kind of what happens to Sean. Uh, Yeah, so that's right. And uh, there is a little bit of backtracking of uh, the relationships between all the uh, other characters too. Yeah. Your character, Ethan, is certainly troubled um, and a top suspect in all of this. But uh, mm-hmm. then there is uh, Ethan's mother, Rachel, Alison's ex-husband, Michael, David Berry's character, Dan, and maybe completely left field, perhaps Alison has involved herself. You never know. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the idea? So many suspects, it makes you makes it more fun trying to figure it all out? Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. I think what it, what it was, it was uh, you know, kind of make everyone – look like they could possibly be, uh, you know, the main suspect or the person who kind of did it all uh, so that it keeps the audience guessing throughout the whole series because um, there is kind of, you know, only four episodes. So they've got, got to throw all this information in the four episodes and get people kind of thinking and, uh, you know, different plot twists throughout. Uh, keeps it keeps it exciting, keeps it on your toes, I guess. So, yeah. Your character, Ethan, is obviously dealing with a lot of mental health issues. Um, it certainly shines a spotlight on mental health for young men. Was this highlighted during the, the course of production um, and in the back of the, the in the back of your mind in in the creation and portrayal of Ethan? Yeah, I think I mean definitely for me, I wanted to, to uh, I thought it was very important to show uh, to tell this kind of story for Ethan and and how young men kind of deal with. Um, these kind of events or anything that kind of happens to them um, and also dealing with anger and uh, betrayal and, and how to, it's, it's just a really good example of showing how young men can kind of just react completely out of emotions and, uh, and not actually think about logically about how to deal with their emotions. Um, Cause I know that a lot of young men don't actually quite know how to deal with emotions. You know, um, you, you don't have to always react so instantly and off, off, you know, something so big like anger and, and frustration and um, and the importance of, you know, being around people that care for you and listening to them um, and, and actually, you know, actively listening to them and, and taking it in what they're saying because they do know you the best. And so, uh, and they're there to help you. So I thought it was really important to tell because, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, for myself and, and for people around me, I've witnessed, you know, young men just kind of 
spiraling because of something that's happened to them or grief or, you know, even kind of breakups or whatever it is, you know, young yeah. men kind of don't know how to uh, deal with those heavy, heavy, intense emotions. So your character, Ethan, uh, is gay in the series. I like the fact that mm -hmm. aside from being gay, there is nothing else highlighted about his sexuality. It's just a character that happens to be gay. It doesn't appear to be central to the storyline. We've certainly come a long way in the portrayal of gay characters in Australia, haven't we? Yes, absolutely. I think um, I think it's important. I mean, the story is not so much about the sexuality, but it is important to you know highlight it if it's uh, if it keeps it true to the character, which I think it was quite important to the character, especially the relationship that he does have um, in in the series, which is kind of like his rock and his solid, and that's someone who really knows him so well. Um, and so, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of not like a, a story about the sexuality. So it's um, it was kind of nice to put that in there as well, and 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 portray that, um, but not make it kind of like a maybe you know like a, a, a staple thing for the series. So yeah, but it's yeah. good that you know people are getting around that, and um, you know Australian series is on television and stuff, and especially free to air and everything. It's good to see it's really good to see so tell me about filming i i hear it was just a <clears throat> tad chilly oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's uh i mean i don't know if it comes across on screen but it, there was some days there that was that were very cold i mean winter in in melbourne is uh is brutal and where we were shooting in frankston there on mount martha it's uh it was right on the edge of just kind of this big hill off port phillip base the wind was just absolutely uh <laughs> just intense some days shooting outside was uh, was really intense luckily for myself i had a lot of my scene in inside and in the studio and in uh in location but um i know that some of the other actors really struggled from for what you know uh, the uh, the environment because they were some. I mean, Peter O'Brien lives in I think in America most of the time, and um, David Berry I think he lives. Uh, he's kind of all over the place a lot in Europe and stuff. And um, I mean, he'd have to deal with it too. But even he was just <laughs> poor fella uh, was not <laughs> expecting that. So, so yeah, it was intense. But it kind of made the I guess the filming of it all. Uh, you know, because of the sense of the show, it, it kind of, um, I think, maybe added to that little, you know, the suspense and the, and the, uh, you know, the, the heightened drama because we're all freezing as well. <laughs> the heart rate's already going. Speaking of the cast, great cast, Peter O'Brien, you mentioned, uh, who's an Australian legend. People know him from many series, um, most notably if you're going right back to The Flying Doctors. The talented mm. Ali Fowler, Pierre Miranda, um, and David Berry, who I almost didn't recognise with the uh, the long hair, a bit like you at the moment, mm. but uh, he was, of That's course, right. in, a, in a place to call home. Um, do you find yourself as an actor continuing to grow and learn when you're working with such uh, legends in the Australian landscape? Absolutely. I think, um, I mean, in any kind of sense, when I'm around uh, other actors and um people that are like-minded. I learn mostly from them, even whether, whether it's class or on set or whatever it is. Um, I find I learn most from the people um, that I'm involved with and especially working with some of these, um, some of these actors and working closely with Ali Fowler playing my mom and, um, and also just kind of the connection that they have and the way they hold themselves on set, um, you know, the professionalism, um, them being able to kind of still 
make the environment on a set so welcoming and fun and, you know, being able to have a joke whilst also being able to snap back into character and, and, um, and being professional and listening, you know, and, and taking direction all, all in whilst, you know, having a good time. So, um, I mean, I learned something every single set that I go in, um, but yeah, definitely working with these guys, that was, uh, it was cool to see also their kind of process within, um, like the, you know, um, the thriller kind of of it all and how they judge that. And, um, and, uh, I mean, Peter O'Brien is great when we'll, we did a few scenes together, kind of trying to establish the, the father son relationship. Um, he was great to feed off because there was a few things he added, um, within the story as if we've not, like we've, we've had inside jokes and, and this stuff. So yeah, and I got along really well with everyone too. So, um, it was, it was a really nice set to be on. It was really fun. It was a fairly quick shoot, wasn't it? Is um five weeks is that pretty normal for a four episode drama? Um, it seems quick. I mean, it is very quick. Yeah, we shot it very quick. I mean, I mean, on on, on neighbors, we shoot very fast. We shot very fast. Pardon me, on neighbors, and uh, and then we shot even faster uh, doing Riptide, and so that was uh, yeah, very very fast. It was a little quick turnaround, and um. And it was, I feel, I mean, for myself, I kind of, I already was quite match fit, you know what I mean? Because I'd just done, a, you know, a few years on Neighbours. I, I was quite prepared for that level of shooting and that that pace. Uh, but I think some of the other actors were a bit like, whoa, okay. <laughs> this is quick. I got to know my, I got to know my material, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it was really quick. Five weeks. I don't. I'm not sure about um, any other series. I, mean, I know I shot like a web series once. It was a similar, um, a similar pace. It was about four or five weeks as well for for a same amount of episodes. So I think I don't know if that's just how we do it in Australia or that's how um, I guess uh, we just shot it. I don't know. It was, but it was yeah, it was quick, but it was fun. I think it was nice to keep that pace alive. You know. Yeah. Look, it would be hard not to mention Neighbours in this podcast with the revival now shooting. Um, your character mm. has passed on, but uh, which I imagine would make a, a long-term return difficult. Were, were you excited mm. for the team, though, that um, that the revival actually happened? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the people there are like family to me. Um, I still keep in contact with a lot of, a lot of the people and um and also for the fans as well. Like that le- that show really um kind of opened up to how for me especially how important having shows like this the long-lasting dramas and how how important they are to have to be in people's you know living rooms every night and um because it's for some people it's that level of it's that that one part like part of the day they can sit down relax and and just enjoy you know enjoy a bit of television no matter how crazy their day is or their their home is they can sit in this Sit, sit down with their family and it's like the level to connect with themselves or with their family members. And um, I think it's, um, I think it was, it's so important that these shows stay alive and it's really, it was really happy. I was really happy and, and excited mm. for everyone to, to continue that. And also the, the, the training for young actors, the training that I had on it was just phenomenal. It was like a, you know, masterclass. I was working with some of them 
some of the, the, the best actors in Australia and some of the you know guest roles that came on, you're learning something constantly being on set for five days a week for 42 weeks a year. You're, you're just constantly learning. Um, and so for any upcoming actor or any actor that wants to learn, I think it's, it's so important that we have these shows for, for these young, young people to, to kind of grow and learn. And, and yeah, cause it's nothing really like it. You know what I mean? You can go to uni or whatever this, that, but being on a set and learning on a set is just, you, you can't beat it. Yeah. I, I said it was uh, difficult to return your, uh, your character, uh, but this is an Australian drama, not, you know, it's not impossible. Can you, can you mm. call that a return? Anything's possible, surely. It, that's right. Anything is possible, especially with neighbors, uh, these soaps, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll pull a story out of somewhere. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, if, uh, if, the, if the, um, I don't know if it came forward and we can, we could work on something, then, uh, who knows, who knows what would, what would happen. All right, so no slowing down. Neighbors, Riptide, um, and now Paper Dolls um, yes. about the rise and fall of a, fi a fictional manufactured girl group Harlow. That will also mm -hmm. air on Channel Ten. You're certainly keeping it in the family, Channel Ten family. Um, what can you tell me about Paper Dolls and the character you play? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's quite quite cool that I get to kind of keep it in that family of, um, of uh, Paramount and Channel Ten uh it, that show we just kind of we just wrapped that um recently and that was a lot of fun because i get to kind of dance in it and um and playing i'm playing a, a a 2000s 90s 2000s pop star as well so i feel like that was a that was a role that i've always dreamt of playing um <laughs> and and my character kind of comes in um kind of stirs up the drama it's there's a bit of um there's a, there's a lot of just there's a lot of dancing, a lot of singing, a lot of. Um, I mean, I don't know how much I can say, but it's it's. I think it's a really exciting series. I think this this series is going to be, um, kind of taken very, very well. I think it's something we haven't seen before. Um, the girls, the main cast, are, are, are just phenomenal. Uh, lovely people. I got along with them really well, and. Um, and my character is a lot of fun, quite quite cheeky, uh, a lot of energy, um, and uh, and kind of just unapologetic, unapolog unapologetically himself, mm. which is which is quite nice as well. It was uh, it was just a lot of fun. Um, I also think you're up to post production on Thirteen Summers. Um, can you give me a little teaser about the plot? Um, perhaps your yeah. character and and the cast involved, because I saw that there was a big Australian legend in that one. That's right. Yeah, I mean there is uh, that one is in post production. Um, that one's a uh, psychological thriller as well. So similar uh, kind of energy to Riptide, but it's definitely, uh, it is definitely different. And um, we shot that one up at um, in Harvey Bay on uh, Kulgari Island, which was a lot of fun also. But that, that storyline is, um, it's a tricky one. There's a lot of twists and turns. And uh, it's basically my character is a, a young British backpacker who comes to Australia um, to, to kind of get away from, get away from uh, the world that he's in, in, in back home um, and comes here to work and, and he meets, uh, meets a couple and, and then uh, kind of things get a bit, bit, uh, bit interesting. Um, and um, 
yeah, I got to work with Georgie Parker again, which was really fun. Um, and uh, Ben Phillips, uh, Ben Phillips, that's, a, that's his character's name, Nathan Phillips, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hannah, which was all that were that was a lot of fun as well. And the crew on that, we had um, we that was a very fast shoot as well. I think that was five weeks as well. And um, and we were shooting in December up in uh, up in Queensland, so it was very hot and sticky and um yeah the crew were really helpful within that like with that they we, we couldn't have got through that without the crew so um but yeah that one's also really exciting i don't know what i'm not sure when that one's coming out but um that one's going to that one's looking to be quite um quite intense so mm-hmm. i play a very different character in that too it's uh you know um i think he's quite different in that he's a little bit cheeky still but yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's coming up as well. I mean, that's a big enough <laughs> workload. But is there anything else you can mention that's coming up? Um, no, I mean, there's it's uh, there's a few things in the pipeline, but it's you know you know how it is. It's kind of um, I can't really say too much until there's an announcement. There's, like, yeah. there's an announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm working on a lot of my own stuff. Um, and I'm a dancer, so I'm I'm dancing a little bit again, which is nice, keeping me grounded. Uh, making a bit of music as well, so um, kind of diving into creativity in any place, anywhere I can, really. So um, it's it's quite nice to have that time and uh, do your own kind of uh, passion projects and your own creativity. It's that's what fuels me to do, continue to do what I love. So um, it's good. I like I'm liking um, that time as well, just to dive into my own stuff. Yeah. And uh, just mm. for people that want to follow your journey, where can they find you on the socials? It's just um, at on Instagram. It's just at Benjamin Turn, um, and that's kind of the only thing I really use. Um, I don't I don't use too much other uh, socials because uh, it takes too much time. <laughs> I'm up my day, so yeah, I had to delete TikTok and all that because I just found myself scrolling. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. All right, and just finally, um, as we return to uh, Riptide, uh, with some of these Who Done It type series, some like to tie things up nicely at the end for a for a big reveal, and sometimes there is a more open ended conclusion that still leaves some questions. A number of characters um, have had some shady past and conflicts. Are we going to get some definite answers by the final episode? Absolutely, you'll 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 get some definite an- answers. You'll see some growth in the characters and there's definitely some plot twists that you will not expect to see uh, and you'll be quite surprised and sitting on the edge of your seat. So keep watching. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, a roller coaster. <laughs> all right. I mean, having said all that, I've just watched the, the entire four episodes. What a ride. I, I changed my mind on the outcome of a few times and uh even so, I didn't I didn't get it quite correct to the end. So, but a great Australian thriller. Well done on your character, Ethan. Very layered, complex, um, and intriguing, and certainly complicated. Um, and well portrayed, Ben. Uh, thank you for dropping by for a chat uh, here at TV Central. Thank you so much for the chat, and uh, yeah, glad you enjoyed the show. So yeah, and looking forward to uh, to seeing you uh, more often and, and listening. So yeah. Thank you. Gotta have much. you back. Gotta have you back for paper dolls because uh, that's coming up later in the year. Uh, that was uh, Ben Turland uh, from the new Channel Ten Australian thriller Riptide. You can catch the series Wednesday nights on Ten and watch the series. 
inspired 10 play. You could also catch Ben and Paper Dolls coming soon to 10 and 10 play. And 13 Summers, whenever that's coming out, hopefully this year or next. Well, that's it for this podcast. For all the latest news, streaming options, ratings, television guides and podcasts, head to TV Central via tvcentral.com.au. But for now, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Ben Turland. Bye for now. (laughs) 